and welcome to Electronic Ears with me, Fenner. And this week I'm broadcasting to you from just outside Bristol, a little town called Pensford, where I'm living in what Airbnb accurately describes as a tiny home. It's literally a one up, one down. I'm here while the Minx is at Glastonbury, so I've had plenty of time this week for all sorts of activities, including, of course, preparing for this week's show, which kicks off with a track from the new album by Russian Linesman. I have to say that whilst I didn't have like particularly low expectations of the album, it's taken me surprise just by surprise just how good it is. Uh, absolute banger, in fact. Uh, featuring Valeska Rautenberg on vocals, this is the title track. This is If Miniature World Is Our Safe Space, Then Pass Me The Shrink Ray.
Russian linesman with Valeska Rautenberg, and that was the title track of Miniature World. If Miniature World is our safe space, then pass me the shrink ray. Now, I'll happily confess that I can't keep up with the multitude of genres proliferating in modern music. There's one called Wave, for example, and I've no idea what that's all about. What I do know, though, is that one of the leading lights in that genre was a chap called Theo, who recorded under the name Earth Dream. Sadly, he passed away a few years ago, but his musical legacy does bear some exploration, I think. This track is called Thelema.
That was Earth Dream and the track Thelema. So if you've been listening to the show recently, you'll have heard me play a few tracks, or at least two, by an artist called Sakti, and he's just released a new track, which is really rather good. I'll play that in a moment. But as if to emphasise my point about genres, in the release notes, he mentioned that it's more EDM, electronic dance music, than his usual IDM, intelligent dance music. I'll leave you to get onto Google and untangle all that. Either way, it is a cracking track, and it's called Dancing with Demons.
Sakti and Dancing with Demons. And next up, a track from the Preston-based electronic artist Polypores, whom the Minx and I saw playing live earlier this year. And it was quite an extraordinary show. I've mentioned this before, but I've never seen anyone play modular synths with quite such kinetic energy. Anyway, last month he released an album which was called Echo, E-C-C-O, and this week I found out that it was recorded primarily on an instrument called a Lyra 8. Now, as it happens, I own one of these, and whilst it's an absolutely splendid bit of kit, built like a tank, it is quite a challenging instrument from which to get anything coherent or repeatable. However, Polypause has achieved that with this latest album, as you'll hear right now. This is called Magonia Revisited.
Stephen Buckley, a.k.a. Polypores, and that was Magonia Revisited, taken from his album Echo, which came out last month. And a few weeks ago, I played the lead track from Creepshow's new album, which is called Yawning Abyss, and this week the full album finally dropped, and it's really very good. Creepshow are something of an electronic supergroup consisting of John Grant, that's John Grant, and the band Wrangler, uh, which in turn is made up of analog synth guru Benj and ex-cabaret Voltaire frontman Stephen Melinda. The track I'm going to play you actually is quite reminiscent of Wrangler. Uh, it's called The Bellows.
Show and the track The Bellows from the new album Yawning Abyss. Now, one of the musical pleasures I've been enjoying recently is the latest album by Gordon Chapman Fox, better known, well, better known in some circles anyway, as Warrington Runcorn Newtown Development Plan. The album itself is called The Nation's Most Central Location, and it has perhaps a bit of a darker feel than previous releases, but it does rely or retain its underlying groove uh, in certain places anyway, and you can hear that on this track, which is called Rock Savage.
Warrington, Runcorn, Newtown Development Plan and the track Rock Savage from the album The Nation's Most Central Location. I'm interested actually in what that title refers to because it's quite at odds with the music, isn't it? Anyway, I recently bought the new album by Philip Jack and Chris Watson. The first of those is a very well-established British composer who works in multimedia and did a cracking interpretation of Gavin Bryer's The Sinking of the Titanic. And the second, Chris Watson is from the original lineup of Cabaret Voltaire, but these days is a leading light in the whole field recording movement. The album they've just released is called Oxmar Dyke, and it has illustrated to me actually that when it comes to compositions derived from field recordings, I do like there to be a bit of rhythm and melody. And this is one of the examples of that from the album. It's called Beetroot Train.
That was Philip Jeck and Chris Watson and Beetroot Train from the album Oxmar Dyke. Now let's go all the way back to 1984 when Derek Jarman released a short film entitled Imagining October. And the soundtrack was recorded by Genesis P. Orridge, once of Throbbing Gristle and then Psychic TV, working in collaboration with Dave Ball of Soft Cell and then later The Grid. Now at the time, when I was a Soft Cell fan, I had no idea that Dave Ball was doing anything like this. But last album, the label Cold Spring released the soundtrack music to the film for what I think is the first time. I'm not 100% sure about that. It comes in four parts, and this is the third.
Genesis P. Orridge and Dave Ball and an uncredited but apparently communist choir. And that was uh, Imagining October Part 3, the soundtrack to Jerick Jarman's film. So an artist I've been meaning to listen to for a while is a chap called Tim Hecker, who was actually recommended to me by my, my friend Yoss. And early this week, I was reading an article about Tim Hecker in The Quietus, which, if you don't subscribe to it, is a great uh, music newsletter. Um, and in that article, it referenced Hecker's album No Highs and mentioned that it includes a track he recorded with Colin Stetson. Now, you might recall the Minx and I recently saw him playing his enormous saxophone at the Blues Kitchen in Manchester, while well, that seemed as good a place to start as any, so I downloaded that track, and here it is. This is Monotony 2. Ha <laughs> ha 
Tim Hecker and Colin Stetson, and that was Monosony 2 from Hecker's album, No Highs. So this week, or earlier this week, I saw a glowing review of Depeche Mode's latest tour. Uh, they were actually the first band I ever saw live, regrettably, just after Vince Clark had left. But I think it's fair to say that primarily down to Dave Garn, they set a very high bar for electronic bands playing live. I mean, of course, some go down the light show route, so you Jean-Michel Jars, Kraftwerk, Orbital. But there are a few, like Goldfrapp and OMD, who do realise the value of having that bit of focus down the front. Anyway, this review mentioned them performing a track uh, called uh, Pain That I'm Used To from their album Playing the Angel. Now, I have that album, but I think the only track I ever played on the show back when it was on Indigo FM was the lead single, John the Revelator. So I do need to go back and explore that a bit further. But for now, here is that song that was mentioned in the article. This is A Pain That I'm Used To.
cracking stuff. I don't know how I overlooked that, really. That was a pain that I'm used to, the opening track from Depeche Mode's playing The Angel. And to close the show, a track from my current faves, Another Country, and this from their EP, Raw Tapes, Unyielding Love, Volume 1, which I picked up earlier this week. The track is called Welcome Song, uh, which, which I guess on reflection is an odd choice for closing the show. But there you go. Uh, but before I play that, let me just say thank you so much for listening. I do hope you'll be back next week. And until then, cheers. Bye. Bye. <laughs>